Now we often hear that uh, failure is a stepping stone to uh, success. But our upbringing or the formation what we have got from home onwards and especially in religion and after joining the religious life is the opposite uh, opposite in the sense that we are not supposed to make mistakes we are supposed to be perfect as the heavenly father is perfect so the thing is that we don't have that uh, <coughs> sort of uh, uh, confidence or a sort of enterprising men uh, attitude or feeling uh, why I say that not to make mistakes as such in order to rejoice in the mistakes or in order to glorify in the mistakes or in order to be proud in the mistakes but to grow this growth part <coughs> is very essential for us but we are satisfied with uh, some sort of uh, rituals connected with prayer and then we say we are relating ourselves to God so the uh, essential thing what we have to realize is that we <coughs> cannot grow without making mistakes. This is very very essential for us but it's not a license for us to make mistakes and go on making mistakes and not uh, improving ourselves. So we have been somehow threatened all through from our early uh, beginning with this threat that we should not make any mistakes. And if at all we made the mistake, a mistake, that should be the last mistake. And after that, no permission. And uh, if we make a mistake, then we are condemned. We are condemned by others and we condemn ourselves. And uh, if we condemn our own self, how do we become enthusiastic to grow? In any growth there should be a lot of uh, <coughs> a lot of for uh, confidence <coughs> is necessary and uh, if we don't have confidence then what happens to us is this we give up and uh, <coughs> So, yeah. Now, if I feel that I have made a mistake 
and this mistake is not going to do any good to me I get discouraged and this is the point which I have to become aware of that though this is negative in this negative there is an opportunity for the positive <coughs> and this is not <coughs> not only just to hear to make us feel good by saying this and then forget about it but we have to realize this from inside of us that what I did a mistake I'm talking in general about the mistake then I shall come to the uh, level of relating with others especially other human beings of course with God <coughs> the moment we uh, do something wrong in the relating we say it is a sin also connected with human beings but I like to use this uh, word or this phrase expression making mistake instead of sin as such in no way it uh, reduces the, the importance of the wrongdoing but we are more psychologically prepared and open to to allow the thing to come into us rather than sin because sin is always a threatening word for us so when uh, we have become aware that we are not i uh, know we are made to believe from childhood onwards that we are not supposed to make a mistake again and again uh, that's why very many of us have got very bad experiences in confession because the priests are very impatient and if the priest is a chaplain to nuns they he hears the same sin for years and years if he is kept there as a chaplain and poor fellow is a human being he, he wants to hear something new <laughs> and if you don't say something new he gets irritated and he and then in order to cover up his irritation he brings in God God doesn't want it and God will not forgive you and uh, oh, lots of things you have heard and uh, I am also a victim of that not being a nun but when I was a boy then uh, afterwards uh, I I am careful not to give any negativities in the confession but then uh, uh, there are limitations what you mean good may be misunderstood etc etc <coughs> so the the fear of making mistakes does a lot of uh, harm to us and then to remain in the mistakes again does a lot of harm to us and to lose confidence completely also does a lot of harm to us and uh, not be enthusiastic to look at the mistakes also does a lot of harm to us and finally we don't grow so it is clear in uh, uh, in relating we have to all the time try to think in concrete uh, in otherwise what happens to us we start imagining only 
Now let me think of my relating with ordinary persons, persons of uh, my family and then my friendship. Uh, there may be some individual who never had any deep friendship. But uh, <coughs> all of us are uh, boasting that God experience is love or God is love quoting the scripture. And then uh, uh, for us, for most of us, it's only Jesus' love. And the other things are not love, there's only service. Uh, love uh, is emotional, part of love is emotional, but we are not supposed to have any emotional involvement with anybody even with our parents, so when we, we left for parents, nowadays there's a lot of complaint that religious people are too much attached to family matters and all. <coughs> and uh, the older religious can remember how difficult it was to go for, even in a, to see a dying father or mother, or long-suffering parents, or some calamities happen at home to go and console. No, this was all against God. God wouldn't like because you are getting attached to family, hate your father, etc., etc. There, there are various aspects of this. But today maybe it's just the opposite. We have not come away from home. And uh, there are, I know one novice mistress who was always at home only, not in the novitiate. <laughs> And she did very well then <laughs> formation because her at that time general was her best friend and many people had uh, told her not to make this person because she will never be in the novitiate and practically 90% uh, of the days she was at home only and she used to give a lot of nice presents to the other uh, higher ups and all that you know, on their feast days and birthdays and when their friends come and all these things. You know, you we never know how how we can be bought when once as a young Jesuit I was told, when your provincial comes, bring in some nice drinks and all. Huh? Drinks, you know what drink. Okay, so I was at that time very, very highly spiritualized. I said I shall never buy my provincial with a bottle of liquor. That's very mean. And the provincials are supposed to be above and all. Now, now when my spirituality is gone, I would say that fellow had more wisdom than I, this fool. Because nothing works without all these things. When your mother general comes from Rome and all, why all the provincials and others are with gifts? My mother, my mother, my mother, and behind. And uh, my mother doesn't uh, see anything real, concrete, nothing. Nobody is allowed to talk directly and all these things with permission. And then there will be the assistant general or some interpreter is there. And then everything has to be approved by the provincial and all. Ah, this is God experience for us. <coughs> so the relating is, you know, we have to become more and more aware of what is liberating. And in all these things, we even in our family life, how we have fooled our whole 
are generations and generations of uh, women. With that scripture quotation of Paul, uh, husband is the head of the family, uh, husband is the head of the woman and all that things, sort of a thing. And uh, our culture and throughout the world, okay, in the West they are making an effort, a serious effort to come out of it. They have not come out of it yet. In the church is terrible. Women have not got any place as such, any place of dignity in anything. And even now the Pope, through the <coughs> special gift of God, has said no woman can be priestess and all these things. Okay, so when any of you women die, go first and ask God, did you say that to our Pope? Then you either make your arrangement to go into the heaven or outside the heaven, etc., etc. So what is the God experience? And uh, see, just uh, take for instance the worship. What is the worship? Is the man's worship given through the man or the relating of the heart? Is there anything away from the heart? Is worship? I think our Catholic Church has become worse than the Hindus with ritualism. When a Pope like ours says this, that a woman cannot be a priestess. Only a man, uh, that is acceptable to God. So what is worship? If we understand worship in the core, the, the worship is that I give my heart and you women have to give your hearts to through the man, whoever it is. Otherwise God will not take it. In worship, outside, okay. If you give other things to God, no, no problem. You are singing and all these things, decorations and all. But your real heart to to worship God, to relate with God and to accept that is is God and bow down to Him and prostrate before Him through community worship or even... You are not even allowed to worship privately because you are a woman. You have to somehow unite to the man, priest. See where we have now. So making mistakes, the Pope should have said, make a mistake, make some women priestess and see, you know, let's see whether it's okay or not okay and through experience and reflection again, whether God is pleased or not pleased. Now how can the Pope know whether God is displeased with Protestant priestesses? And is not taking Protestant priestesses worship? Or other religions where they have, only few religions I have got. I cannot think of any as such where priestesses are there. It's all a man's business. So how, how God experience or God relating is made a man's business. So we must have a lot of uh, courage to make mistakes, to know what is, but we in our tradition are protected. Protected from making mistakes. Why? Because God should not be displaced or God should not be disturbed as such.
آداب so the in any in any progress in any growth mistakes are bound to happen i'm not trying to say approve of it but we have the obsession that we cannot make mistakes and we are frightened we are threatened and then the net result in on our psychology is this that uh, we get discouraged to make new steps to take steps to higher stages let's not use the word success so the the thing is that uh, when i relate any love is a relating and uh, Uh, my love towards my mother my love towards my father my love towards my sister or brother or my best friend or starting friendship etc how can i be sure that i am not making mistakes and uh, usually we will come to know about the making of mistakes or already mistakes made later on and that's why we need to look back we have to look back into our life and our way of looking back is a very boring way of looking back just to pick up some sins and then go and tell the priest that i made this sins please absolve me i made okay but that's not enough <coughs> that's not very enriching as such is okay we are told in religion that is necessary and if it is done more properly of course we profit but usually we don't do it in uh, how often we have gone to confession without the serious decision deep inside even in the subconscious level not to repeat <coughs> not to repeat in the sense to stop hating my uh, whoever it is or uh, doing harm to that one <clears throat> when we are in positions we suppress others and uh, we make confessions and all these things very often quite often some some of us make very regularly but that suppression doesn't come down so deep inside of our hearts we are not serious about not stopping that uh, mistake about which we are aware of about which we are confessing also we have confessed many times <clears throat> so the, the the readiness for me to <clears throat> to understand what is the role of of having made or the opportunities of having made mistakes and if i go with my discouragements that i cannot come out of it especially if it is a habit that i'm i'm stuck up with this slavery that i have no freedom to come out of it though i have the good will not because of bad will uh, then my interior pass become weak i cannot become powerful and that's why i have to look back to my past and see where all i made mistakes in my relating especially to persons 
Ideologically, I can make mistakes and that I can correct because uh, uh, certain things, certain theories, we know now communism was considered something very beautiful for outside uh, people <coughs> because it had so many good things that you all are supposed to be looked and uh, treated as equal and uh, everything of the world should be shared equally, etc. But we, with our religion, with all the truth, we did not have that sort of realization unless a man like Marx and Engels came and made a sort of a revolution. And that too was a very, very uh, painful revolution to whole humanity. Of millions of millions of people. And there also the thing did not settle. They are laughing at us and we are laughing at them. They are laughing with all your God, you are not able to consider your fellow human beings as equal. With all your truth, with all your boasting that you got the fullness of truth and uh, and we are laughing, oh, you have no God. What is the use of considering everybody equal? It's all waste. So the stupidity of our uh, going about, you know, we have to collect wisdom which makes us rich. And very often when we are caught up in our religious practices, especially for, uh, for rights, <coughs> performing rights, religious rights, we rarely look into our interior. We are not bothered because we are so much convinced in the conscious level. The rituals make us, okay, I have done the rituals properly, today being Sunday and Christ the King Day, etc., etc. Oh, I, I have prostrated before Him and I said, I am a slave of yours, you are my King, put your head on my, my head and but not only one head, but both the heads you put on my head because I want to completely <coughs> abandon myself and completely accept myself as Christ. You were supposed to do that in the silence. Okay, so most of you must have done that. Christ the King. Okay, today of course kingship for us, the younger ones don't have any much meaning because we say, what are the image we can give? Prime Minister. That also doesn't make any any catchy sort of emotional feeling in us as the olden people had. Because <coughs> king for them for centuries and centuries was a great... Okay. <coughs> so the we are constantly <coughs> making mistakes in our life but we don't realize. We are not aware of this, uh, this uh, mistake, uh, these mistakes. And the opportunities are lost. Why? Because we don't see another side or a higher side. Now today I made a mistake in loving my mother this way. Now what is the better way? How many of us really have, after a confession, really had an experience that, you know, we improved our system in the mind 
I can't think of anything up to now. What I have experienced is some relief in ah, when that priest makes the sign of the cross and says, hey, go to ah, you know, my sins are gone. And then from that time onwards, I don't think of what, uh, how humble I was, how desperate I was, you know, now like uh, iron piece, <clears throat> very strong. You know, very strong inside. That strength is not spiritual strength, that I have become able to ignore what was disturbing me in the form of guilt up to the ego the No, after that I do. Then when I go and make some other mistake, then you know, start big heartbeat. Now how God will punish me and then I want to escape that punishment. But I'm <coughs> I'm never really seriously hit inside me that I'm not serious to change my uh, uh, attitude inside me. So that's why I'm not changed. You all may be changed, you are lucky people, so I don't want to condemn you and uh, put you down, etc. So please grow. Uh, don't uh, be affected by my stupid way of doing things. <coughs> so, so, in all pra practical uh, life, my mistakes don't help me. As I said, uh, the main thing is this, that we have been threatened not to make mistakes. And then when we make mistakes, we are discouraged. So we like to remain in that mistake as such. Or don't make uh, any special this thing. And uh, because we are Catholics, we have a sort of a... <coughs> sort of a relief system in the confession. And most of the time, the confession brings only a relief, not a change of heart. Because we are not serious. And the deep uh, level realization comes very rarely, not every day, even if we want to have. Very rarely comes this sort of a deep level realization. <clears throat> and because we don't have this type of deep level realization, we are not changing for the better. I'm not saying well, we have to think differently from all the, uh, I mean, usual ways of thinking of better. Better not is only giving up sense. The whole system, the whole person has to become better. Now most of us have got the facility of going for confession and facility of daily meditation, facility of daily mass and other lots of other sorts of prayers and all. <coughs> but in what way we are better persons? You know, we ourselves are grumbling and cursing about our own people that they are hopeless. 
and we for uh, each individual also feels very desperate inside very frustrated inside that these things don't help us and all this so it's time for us <coughs> oh once <coughs> sometime we must find what's wrong with us with all these helps why we are not changing and uh, <coughs> and why we are not becoming better because uh, the the <coughs> i because <coughs> i would say <coughs> <coughs> anyway the confession is doing a lot of harm to us not to really look into us as we are you know we get in this uh, sort of uh, a relief at once after making a confession so we don't look into us in the which is a very painful process painful not in the moral sense of your view but in the looking sense i am telling in the becoming aware of the thing aware of the reality what is within this why with all our devotions and religious practices we don't become better people as we are supposed to be because awareness is lacking because subconscious is controlling us and subconscious is not looked into explored into so we don't become on the conscious level oh i am i don't want to be able to is this uh, in a, any relating they it cannot be perfect there will be many imperfections and we have to become very very uh, enthusiastic to make mistakes again i have to say not for the sake of mistakes because our mind is so obsessed if i don't add that thing you will say ah this fellow is encouraging us to make mistakes and where do you find one nun or a one priest who make not mistakes in anything with all this sort of demand that you should not make mistakes the uh the the scripture is very obvious and loud speaking for us who want to follow jesus so perfectly well that sentence from the scripture if you cannot love people whom you can see how can you love god whom you cannot and none of us including me has realized what that means 
When I come and close my eyes in front of the Lord, sit in prayer, I am fully 100% or 200% confident that I can relate to God. When I come and sit at the altar or stand at the altar, I am convinced that I can relate with God because it is Eucharist. But it never disturbs me that my relationship with others are not okay. Never disturbs me. In spite of all that, that's why I think in a uh, religious life we are frustrated. <coughs> Maybe that's why there is no, <coughs> in future also not going to be any, um, any much hope, any much change because the <coughs> many of the founders are founding congregations because they want to become founders. That's all. Not because of some experiences. And, and one founder is not in, uh, satisfied with one founding. Has to find, you know, found the uh, second one, third one, fourth one, fifth one. We have some founders who have founded uh, even fifth congregations. You know. <coughs> now, <coughs> if one says, okay, these are different styles, I am catering to different needs of people, I am training uh, for different groups of people for different types of work. It's okay. <coughs> That's different. So the the thing is now how will a person know what human love is after joining religious life is made to be frightened of relating. And uh, <coughs> my usual uh, uh, image was after I changed Usual image was coconut trees, you know, each religious, because they have no branches to touch another one. They can never send a branch to touch, you know, make it grow to go and touch. But then later on I found that was, you know, sometimes in a storm or a cyclone, one tree is able to touch another one without falling down, or at least in the falling down. We are not supposed to do that even. So, uh, now a better image is coconut tree without the head. <laughs> so, absolutely protected. So, our way of, and we priests and nuns will go and preach to the family people, married people, it's the same type of things. Warmth is not there. They will say, oh, okay, on your birthday you can embrace, not, not, don't go on embracing every day because you will forget God. So you take this medal. You take <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you ever thought of the stupidity with which we are with all our PhDs and non-PhDs and some of us may be not even a... SSLC and you know <coughs> some maybe very few of us are with the uh, uh, primary education and but uh, uh, I I don't think I make a mistake the the higher one acquires uh, I don't say oh, you know no change takes place in in this heart level this very very pathetic situation and uh, I feel very <coughs> sad with this sort of realization. Why my other educations and your other educations, uh, qualifications, etc., etc., 
don't change your heart and my heart because this religious formation has got tremendous damaging impact on us and some of us never bothered to to settle our past and went on non loving our parents and we could not accept our parents we could not accept our family members we could not accept our friends etc etc and we were so confident that we are in union with god because of our <coughs> dependence on our dependence on uh, this ritualistic practice of acquiring god so how will i know which way of loving is correct way first of all if <coughs> i am i am uh, frightened will i start loving so coming to this uh, impersonal <coughs> our uh, non flesh in jesus in the eucharist we are very happy because jesus doesn't have flesh there you know he's only in the form of a wafer suppose he had some some hair on that you know then we will be searching which part of his body and all complications will come okay jesus 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 as jesus is not uh, the danger free yeah? so so he has made he has known our difficulties so he may okay if i become in the form of bread nobody will have any problem no whether it is finger nail or uh, you know tip of the nose you know when they are eating so he has made it uh, okay for us but it can and we are going happy we, we can love and we should love god in this way so other human beings has human beings we cannot okay service if my community sister if she has got some headache okay i can go and give amrutanjan or tiger balm or something else but if i and i am told <coughs> i'm told in my this thing that uh, as you are giving the bottle make sure that your finger doesn't touch her but uh, her pick because emotion will come so you just drop it in the and let the other one show that uh, like in the communion we are told it's a gift so open your hand and keep your palms so, so that the priest can drop into the hand no so our loving experiences are like dropping but no touch no contact no relating no hooking all that so if we are impersonal who oh, we are supposed to be impersonal don't feel bad habinet first time when i heard as nun is sent uh, to the hospital for operation <coughs> alone oh i got shocked now from different different congregations i am hearing the same thing only sometimes major operations people are sent alone because others are busy nobody is free <coughs> but let a mother superior go for a uh, or a provincial go for a check up operation <laughs> operation will come afterwards 
my how many nurses are, are retrenched you know pulled out from very very uh, delicate places and all all such no you have to be a mother superior going to the doctor and then for operation doctors are if those congregations have doctors they those doctors have to come and sit outside the operation theater you know till she gets all right chest what happens to the village and that hospital and all no problem but the same person because i am not cooking up these things because i have heard from the same person subjects you know shouting and yelling and uh, even uh, sort of punishment we don't have anyone go okay and uh, later on after one or two years i heard just a simple hysterectomy operation she collected two doctors of our congregation to come and when other sisters are not even getting one sister to stand and many of us are so frightened of operations and all this ah this is god's love love impersonally and nobody feels have then uh, <coughs> so we become stony hearted in the old testament we were told already they were told what i need is not rituals your stony heart should become fleshy heart this is a time for us when we are working on our negativities those who have doubts and those who are too proud i don't know this network too confident that we don't have to work on the negativities etc please understand this working on the negativities only will give us the chance of making our stony heart fleshy heart almost every good confession makes our heart stonier there are different types of stones no some stones you can just crush with your hand then for you need another stone to crush that thing and then when it comes to a granite and all these things is very hard and so like rock formation initially before joining our religious life our hearts were smashable now after each retreat it becomes stronger harder granite cannot be crushed cannot be crushed so only solution only I, at the moment i know only solution is to come to realize what are the negativities inside and start working on it that only will start melting and the stone will start little by little disappear and it's very difficult to remove the stones from the heart so making mistakes are the opportunities possibilities for us to 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 become fleshy hearted and we think that oh my heart is not fleshy because i don't relate partly only because i don't have friend and haven't you come across so many of our fellow religious and uh, means not only of our congregation who boast that i don't have any relationship with anybody and so much of self justification and self righteousness i don't want and same thing happens we feel 
is happening in our Catholic families. Warmth is very little. Indians are known, supposed to be known for warmth. <coughs> Take for we are of a mixed group. You know, take our Catholic families of various groups. Are our uh, mothers and fathers and all these things known in the locality? The Catholics are more warm people than the Hindus and all these things. The opposite may be true. The mother feels in order to go to heaven, I should not have uh, that, that, you know, for my husband. That warm feeling I should not have. That is only for Jesus. The better husband is in heaven. If I love this fellow, I will lose him. Now when you go for family apostolate, family visits and all, try to inquire this. Find out what is their way of loving God. All of us are thoroughly spoiled in the heart level whether we are lay or religious, not to be human. And that's, that's why we religious, you know, we find very difficult to be expressive in any way, even in our laughter. <coughs> As you say, yesterday somebody asked me, can I smile back when someone smiles at me? Okay, that's a different thing. During the certain context, certain things are avoided because of for a certain purpose. I'm not saying that. But we feel a guilty conscience to be natural and uh, the trouble with the Holy Spirit is this. That fellow was either sleeping or he was drunk. Or the, above, the evangelists who were writing, they were sleeping or they were drunk. With these two possibilities. How they missed, all these five fellows missed to write down something about Jesus is smiling and laughing. So because it is not there, we people don't feel okay to smile. If somebody smiles during Mass, priests like me will cut the neck off. <laughs> Not a head of neck. <laughs> what a big sin it is, no? If a baby cries, how I have shouted, get the child out. Because babies crying is not part of God experience. <laughs> babies crying is part of the family experience. Father and mother don't get ex uh, uh, fidgety. But how in the church, the mothers who had many, many babies who cried so much and worse than this, this baby, those mothers also become very irritated because of God. The whole human situation is lost, no? Isn't it true? And we have got only God. That's why we cannot be human at all, at all, at all. In anything, not even in smile, because Jesus didn't smile at okay. So, this uh, making mistakes in anything, even in my prayer, <coughs> of uh, relating with this person or that person, 
then uh, <coughs> what, uh, even my my own knowing of myself everything is imperfect that's why this realization has to be there that uh, Uh, that uh, I cannot play with perfection. A lot of damage is done to us by another scripture quotation, be perfect as your heavenly father. So we are already uh, in perfection. So we cannot think of anything imperfect. If somebody comes to me, if I start feeling a little close to that, then what I tell myself? This love should be the most perfect love and I won't love anybody else. You will be the only one because most perfect love is only for one person only. And how many good <coughs> relationships are broken <coughs> in marriage, and outside marriage <coughs> all because of this saying that perfection is only with one person <coughs> not <coughs> becoming aware of the possibilities of different love because I am not talking uh, about marriage as such after marriage there is a lot of restrictions there and a lot of dangers are there but in ordinary relating why we should say, I will love only one person most? Why one religious person will say, this is the only person whom I love the best way <coughs> or the most perfect way? <coughs> no way perfection is available. We are only moving towards perfection. Attempts after attempts. And every step is not, may not take us close to perfection. <coughs> there are many steps which may push us away from perfection. So it's a going up <coughs> forward and backward, for going forward and backward, up and down, up and down, closer and farther. <coughs> so this is the thing we have to become more and more aware of our relating. And that's why the making mistakes has a meaning. It's a, a, an enriching opportunity for us. It's a source of enrichment. If we fall into a ditch and remain there and not come out of it, we cannot proceed further. So we have to get rid of this obsession that I have to be perfect only, no mistakes are allowed and God will be displeased etc. That has to be wiped out and I have to become very very enthusiastic to realize that I am not a perfect person. So I should not put this condition that I should be perfect but I am expected to make an attempt to move towards perfection. That is unthreatening and that is encouraging. So if I fall, okay, no problem, I can get up and go. 
and uh, that's uh, that is the thing of what Jesus is uh, uh, the message for each one of us. When Peter was rigid, narrow-minded, or his understanding was uh, is narrow. That seven times he thought because he was close to Jesus and uh, he only will, uh, his brother only will make mistake. But what Peter forgot was in that questioning, Peter could be that brother who makes the mistake to his younger one, John. I don't think Peter would have said seven. He would have made it at least eight. So the difference is this. When it comes to me, I am very lenient. When uh, I am not that one mistaken or the one who committed mistake, that's why Jesus should become very, very important for us, not from devotional point of view, this heart outside and after some time he may come with a heart the other side, on the back. Not this type of Jesus should. Here is a man before his death, before his resurrection, he is talking in a very human way, my dear man, don't put restrictions because you don't know or he doesn't know or she doesn't know her limitation. What an enriching feeling it is for us. As I am saying this, I am feeling good. But I never felt this good whenever I heard that sentence of seven, seventy times. It was only about confession I was coming to read. So when Jesus is telling, telling Peter, understand your limitation. Understand your limitation more, so be generous. But we are the most ungenerous, unrelenting people, a group of people on earth. That's why I sometimes say, nobody should join the Catholic Church because we become rigid. Very, very rigid. And this part is not against faith or anything. Because the effects of what we see and experience. Why our hearts are stony. So this concession, what the Lord has given to us, make mistakes, we must understand.